Welcome to this episode of the Under the Hood podcast. This is going to be kind of a mid-season review um, after we talk about the race because we are officially midway through the year. And I tell you what, this next-gen car has been very good. Uh, but we will we'll talk about that after we talk about the race that we just had at the Worldwide Technology. We've had a lot of great races, which I will talk about in the mid-season review. But Logano wins again, which effectively makes sure that he's in the playoffs because I think we're going to have more. I don't know. It's kind of slowing down now, but I think we'll have more than 16 winners or 15 winners in a regular. It, It could very well happen where Blaney is the regular season champion without a win. And if that's the case... Um, you know, he makes the playoffs being a regular season champion plus 15 winners. That's really how it's supposed to be. Um, but most of the time, the regular season winner um, has a win. But it was almost not the case last year. Larson ended up being the regular season winner, but only by a couple points. It could have been Hamlin if he didn't wreck at uh, Daytona last year. And then we would have had a situation last year where Hamlin was the regular season champion without a win. So that could happen this year, um, which is why I'm saying Logano is in the playoffs now for sure now that he has two wins. I think the perfect example could be Austin Sendrick with his Daytona 500 win, and he might not even make the playoffs if there's you know 16 or 17 different winners because Sendrick really hasn't done anything since, since then. And there's a lot of good drivers that haven't got a win yet that, you know, have got wins in the past. Eric Almarola, Kevin Harvick, Ryan Blaney, um, Christopher Bell, who has been running really good lately. Um, and so, you know, that's four more winners right there, potentially. Um, you throw in, if Kevin Harvick's going to win, you might as well throw in Cole Custer for a chance. Um, you know, Austin Dillon and Tyler Reddick are both drivers that have been doing good this year and they're on that playoff bubble and people like them to win races and they could both get a win and then don't forget we have the road course races where we you know that could throw in a something and we know briscoe almost won last year in indy we could have a situation where someone like a mcdowell wins or i don't know harrison burton something crazy could happen and then don't forget you know bubba wallace eric jones those are both really good plate racers, and we still have Talladega, Atlanta, Daytona. So, or no, we don't. Atlanta, Daytona. That's it. We already did Talladega. Uh, we're offset. Shane Jastain got the win there. So, that's what I'm saying. You know, a win doesn't get you in, but two wins definitely does. And we had a really good race. A lot of tensions. Um, you know, both Kyle and Logano raced pretty clean you know we saw Logano try to get under Bush in those those final laps and try to you know move him up the track Kyle Bush tried to do the same thing and then it kind of got paid back because he uh hey he didn't do it right he uh you gotta learn the art of uh dive dive bombing and then sliding up the track he slipped the track a bit too much uh, and that's why Kyle Busch didn't get the win, but Kyle Busch has been very good recently. So I look, I look for, I, I pick Kyle Busch 
Chase Elliott to uh, win win the championship. Also, Chase Elliott hasn't got a win yet. We're going to Sonoma. Or did no Chase Elliott got a win? What am I talking about? I don't know. I'll look. I'm pretty sure he got. There's a lot of races in here, okay? But um, that was a really good race. Kurt Busch, Ryan Blaney, Almarola, they were all super quick in this race. But I think the thing, the thing I want to talk about is Denny Hamlin. So we saw the Denny Hamlin and Stenhouse situation uh, where Stenhouse got into the got into Bubba. Hamlin didn't like that, so Hamlin returned the favor on Stenhouse. Of course, Hamlin being the owner of the Bubba car. And then Chastain and Hamlin got into it, and then Hamlin got into Chastain, and then, you know, Kurt Busch, or Hamlin was 11 laps down, and Kurt Busch was trying to get by Chastain, and Hamlin basically parked his car in front of Chastain, so Kurt Busch could basically just drive by. It was great, and, you know, after the fact, Chastain said that he he has to apologize to the whole field, Denny Hamlin's all on Twitter, calling out Justin Marks, and Marks is like, bring in, he's like, it will, and while all that happened, like, Blaney ran a great race. Almarola ran a great race. Bell ran a great race. Kurt Busch ran a great race. And then, you know, Logano got the win. So, I'm very, very happy on how this Chastain and Hamlin and Stenhouse situation is going. Because it's, it's what we like to see. Get some drama and NASCAR and then of course we had the Portland race and so it was a double double dip weekend also I just thought about this well I heard it in the broadcast yesterday and I just now thought about it Logano has just absolutely dominated anything new we got the new next gen car and he wins at the new clash and then now we go to what was it we went to a race earlier in the year why can't I remember it? I'm going to look for it right now. We went to... Oh my, why can't I... We went to a new track this year, and Logano got the win. For some reason, it's showing me like last year's races. I don't want last year's races. There we go. There, we went to... Where did we go? I'm having a real uh, mind boggle here. I guess, I don't know. We went to Darlington and he got the win. For some reason, I was thinking he won a race earlier in the year that we won. That was like a new track. Uh, but I guess I'm wrong. So, yeah, let's just do a little bit of a mid-season kind of thing. So, halfway through the year, I said I already talked about the... Uh, the fact that we might have more than 16 winners this new next gen car and the crashes so they don't look to be as bad but for the drivers they are feeling worse and that's uh we have evidence of that with kevin harvick and bubba wallace um bubba wallace when he got hit earlier in the year at atlanta when he was trying to avoid the eric jones wreck he said that was a harder hit than Pocono, which was a very hard hit. And then Kevin Harvick, he he didn't even look like he hit the wall that hard and, you know, took his breath away. 
So it seems like this new composite body is, you know, sure it's preventing more flat tires, it's preventing a lot of damage, but it's also kind of making it feel worse for the drivers, and I don't know if that's a good thing. So that's that. The mile and a half races that have kind of been boring in the past aren't really boring anymore because of this way this new car is. Also, I think a lot of that has to do with the field being closer, younger guys taking advantage, people that are in situations where they haven't been for a majority of the year, for example. So that has a lot to do with it. But overall, this new car has been kind of good. And if I, I'm going to kind of you know go through the season. So of course in Daytona, we had Austin Cendrick win, and that kind of that kind of proved what this new car is capable of. But of course anybody can win in these races. And like I said, this Daytona race at the time, it's like wow, Cendrick won his first ever race. This is supposed to be this really good driver, and he won his first ever race. And he's going to be in the playoffs. Well, hold that thought. And also, like, this guy is uh, driving in a top-tier team and such. He's going to be good all year. That's just, so hold that. But he, he really needed that win or else he wouldn't have been in the playoffs right now. And he still needs to consistently put points up if he wants to be in the playoffs. Then we had Larson win Auto Club. And this is kind of when we kind of figured out that this new car is legit. It was still only the second race at the time. But the way the racing was then, and we, you know, we had the Larson Elliott situation. I believe that was this race. Uh, there was a bunch of different lines that weren't previously used before. And it was, it was a success. And Larson got his win early in the year. Then in Vegas, Alex Bowman won. It's like, okay, that's back-to-back Hendrick. Bowman picked up four wins last year. The first Hendrick, or second Hendrick driver to win this year, he got the third race. He had a really bad, I remember the broadcast, He the field was so close. He had a really bad Daytona 500 because he crashed out and then bad on Auto Club, and then he won the race, and like all of a sudden now he's in third place. And so the field is still really close at this time. Then in Phoenix, Briscoe got his win. And it's always good to win in Phoenix, especially when that's the final race of the year. And at this point, no Toyota has won yet. It's been Ford, or Ford Hendrick, Hendrick, Chevy, and then uh, Ford again. And then we saw Byron win in Atlanta. Could have been Bubba. But now it's like, okay, now three Hendrick drivers have won. And it's three points to Chevy. Two to Ford. Toyota's kind of nowhere. Joe Gibbs is nowhere right now. And I remember that's how it was. And that was still that was still a really good Atlanta race. We got to see the Super Speedway package at a one and a half mile track. And really, no race has been disappointing yet. Then we moved to Circuit of the Americas where Chastain got a win. Just make that four points Chevy. Two to Ford. And we had the whole Almendinger and Bowman situation. So Bowman could have had his second win of the year, which would be really good for him. We can't forget about that. And Chastain got that win. He had been on fire. 
and he finally got it for the melon man for the moose and still we're what we were learning from the car is that anybody can win any race and it was all about being consistent because I believe at the time Elliot was leading and the standings he didn't have the win yet so and then in Richmond it turned around for Toyota this is when Hamlin finally got the win he was good all day at his home track and he won then we headed over to Martinsville and Byron wins so that's 5 points for Chevy 2 for Ford, 1 for Toyota Byron picked up his second win of the year it's the 4th win for Hendrick Byron's on fire and it's a short track win and a super speedway win for him then we went to Bristol Dirt that was the one Logano won last year and Bush wins, Kyle Bush wins at the dirt race so now it's 5, 2 and 2 in terms of manufacturers and now Joe Gibbs is kind of picking up after that's 2 wins and 3 races then went to Talladega and Chastain got a win again so now it's 6, 2, 2 Chevy is clearly dominated this year it was the second super speedway race and that was Chastain's second win in 5 races and it's like okay is this is this is when we said is Chastain a championship contender and I don't know if we, we still think Chastain's a championship contender do you still think Chastain's championship but I do think he's definitely top 12 top 8 um, I'd be surprised if he doesn't make the 8 round of 8 if uh, they continue to be on this stretch um, and that was really good for him so yeah 6 2 2 still then we went to Dover and Elliott finally got his win so I think this is a 4th no, fifth win for Hendrick. Now it's 7-2-2 in terms of uh, manufacturers. And it was finally time for Elliott. I believe he had been leading the standings and points, and then he finally got his win. It was the first win that wasn't a road course in forever. And still, at this point, even though it's Chevy 7-2-2, there's just so much variety because really only Byron at this point and Chastain had more than one win. Then we went to Darlington and Joey Logano got his first win of the year. The second win for Penske, the third for four. Ford's now it's 7-3-2. It had been a while for Logano. He had had some rough patches. I believe the race to four. He was in like 25th the whole race in Dover. So that was good to see. Then in Kansas, Toyota finally struck again with 23-11. Kurt Busch was really good the entire race, and he won it. That's just kind of how it worked. It's now 7-3-3. Three different Toyota drivers have won. And now Kurt Busch, who had been consistently above average, got his win. Then at Texas, Daniel Suarez won, but it's unfortunate he finally got his win, but it was the uh, it was the All-Star Open, so it didn't count. And then Blaney won in the All-Star Race. Doesn't count. 
Then in Charlotte, Denny Hamlin wins again. So that's now back-to-back for Toyota. 7-4-3. Toyota's kind of picking up now. Uh, he joins his teammate Kyle Busch in victory lane. Still no Truex or Bell yet. And then still no Blaney for Penske out of the main main teams. And of course, uh, Stuart Haas at Briscoe. And it looked good for Danny Hamlin. He raced really well in Charlotte, and it was a good ending. And then Logano won just this last race. So Chevy 7 wins, Ford 4, Toyota 4. Logano got the double win. There's so much parity. No single driver has been really great at every single race or bad at every single race. No team. The teams keep jumping. They don't know if they want to be good or not. And I'll read you off the standings because it adds up. Elliott's in first. Kyle Busch is in second. Chastain's in third. Blaney's in fourth without a win. Truex is in fifth without a win. How did I forget about him? Logano's in sixth. Larson's in seventh. Bowman in eighth. Byron in nine. Bell in tenth, and that's without a win. Almirola in eleventh without a win. Reddick in twelfth without a win. Win. Harvick in thirteenth without a win. Briscoe in fourteenth. Eric Jones in fifteenth without a win. Austin Dillon in sixteenth without a win. So I literally, like half of those drivers that are in the top sixteen don't even have a win. And they're, half of them is not going to make the playoffs because the other drivers have wins. But that could change. Like I said, if if those six drivers that are currently in the top 16 that don't have a win, if they all going to win, uh-oh, better watch out because now your one win doesn't mean anything. For example, Kurt Busch in 17th with the win. Sendrix in 18th with the win. Hamlin in 19th with the win. And... I believe that's it for guys that have a win, yeah. So I think it's more important that we look at the playoffs standings to see who's, like, really in. So we got Elliott in first, Chastain in second, Logano in third, Kyle Busch in fourth, Byron in fifth, Hamlin in sixth, Blaney's in seventh without the win, like I said, Larson in eighth, Bowman in ninth, Truex in 10th without a win. Kurt Busch in 11th. Briscoe in 12th. Cedric in 13th. And then Tyler Bell, or Tyler Reddick, Bell, and Almirola, 14, 15, 16 without a win. So even though Harvick's in the top 16, he's not in the playoffs right now because he doesn't have a win. Same with Eric Jones and Austin Dillon. So it is vitally important to get a win. Also, Another interesting thing. So, you know how it's seven seven wins for Chevy and then four for Toyota and Ford? But Chevy's only 21 points ahead of Toyota and only 36 ahead of Ford. So that's what I'm saying. Even though the Chevys have got the wins, most, most of them, they have half the wins this year, seven out of 15. That's like 46%. Doesn't mean that they have a huge gap in the points because they don't. So that's kind of the mid-season roundup, so to say. Um, I'll, I, will, I will be in Atlanta in a month from now. Very exciting. And I'll probably have a long podcast from that one. But that is this.